Hello and welcome to the Christian Women in Business podcast show. We are an online community of Christian women in business and we are aligning our businesses with God. I'm your host, Sarah Jane Neeson, and I wanted to create a platform where women can come to be inspired, to learn from women who have been there and done that, and know what it's really like to run a business as a Christian and what it means to them. I would love for you to join us as we get into the meat of the word share the love of God, and grow our businesses like never before. For more information about becoming a member, visit our website, www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au. Looking forward to sharing these podcasts with you and helping you to grow as a leader and a business owner like never before. G'day there and welcome to the Christian Women in Business podcast show. It's so great to have you here today. I am very, very, very excited about our guest today. This beautiful lady is very special. She is doing some awesome things to the kingdom. And her mission is to inspire, teach, and mentor entrepreneurs to be led by God in business so they experience his best and have a greater kingdom impact in the marketplace. Her favorite thing to do on a weekend is hanging out with her three beautiful daughters. And it's such a privilege and such an honor to have you on the show today. Welcome to the show, Shay Bynes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sarah Jane. Now, you're calling from a long way away. Uh, yes. Tell us where you're from. I am in South Florida, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, United States of America. So in Florida, is it a warm winter right now? So our winters are, we really don't have winter. It's pretty much hot all year round in Florida. So we just, we might see one or two cold days, you know, winter that others might feel in the United States in the Northern part, but we stay pretty warm all year round. It's just, are we warm or are we hot or are we blazing hot? That sounds like Australia. We've got some <laughs> members that are, are high in our community that are high up in, um, is it Wisconsin? Wisconsin? Wisconsin, oh, yep. The, that's and in they the have North just North. been iced in for like the past four weeks or something. And we're oh sat here. Gosh. Like we've yeah. had, we work in Fahrenheit, but we've been having, uh, sorry, we are in Celsius and we've yes. been like, 40 degrees which I think is over 100 Fahrenheit for like what? most of the summer has been oh my so god well, I fit in right I fit in just fine there in Australia yes you would yes yes you would we would love to have you here so <laughs> can you tell us a little bit about your story and how how you came about with this amazing mission that you have called kingdom driven entrepreneurs like take us through the story of how you got to where you are today sure so it was a total divine interruption of my life (laughs) i was working a corporate career for many years and it was in 2009 when I really felt the Lord speaking to my heart about the fact that I was going to be leaving my job in June of the next year. And at that time, that really didn't make sense to me. I always had a business on the side all those years I was working in corporate, but I had a, had a thriving corporate career. Like, so there was, it just didn't compare financially. And so I couldn't really imagine how in, how in 18 months that was going to happen. But I wrote it down in my journal 
And I said, okay, Lord, well, you know, I'm sure you've got a plan, although I don't, right? And so I went throughout that whole year and I just kept feeling this nudge. It was just like, Holy Spirit's still like, you're going to be leaving. You're, it's time to go. It's time to go. And it got so uncomfortable that I started just like praying like, well, maybe they'll just release me from this position and give me a year's worth of severance. Because, you know, the, the thing that was keeping me from leaving was I had this whole laundry list of things that should be accomplished before I left, right? Wise things like certain amount of money in the bank, certain amount of money being made in the business, like really wise things that just made sense. But it was like, I had very little on my checklist marked off and I just could not shake this nudge that it was time to go. Thankfully, my husband was supportive the whole way, but I just couldn't make sense out of it. So I go into June, I go into April, 2010. I was at this business conference in Orlando, Florida. And I heard from God like I had never, ever in my life heard from God before and actually have not heard from him like this since. And it was just one word and it was go. And it was, it like, I felt it in my entire body, that kind of go. <laughs> wow. And so I called my boss the next day and I said, I don't know how to tell you this, but you know, I've got to get my 30 days notice. He's like, where are you going? I said, I don't know. <laughs> he said, what are you doing? <laughs> I said, I don't know. <laughs> and so sure enough, I didn't realize this until months later, Sarah Jane, but my last day in that corporate career was... May 31st, 2010, which was one day before what he said, which was, you're going to be leaving this job by June of 2010. And so basically I left my job and I was, and I kind of, it was kind of like, it was the first time that I had exalted, you know, godly wisdom over my own. And so I got scared. It was kind of like, okay, I was obedient. I left, but now you got me out here, Jesus. You know? So I went into like, what I call my season of faithless action taking, where now I was just grinding thing out, I was just trying to do as much as I could. And, and I did that for like six months and I was making zero progress. And I knew what I was doing because I just had more time to do what I was doing before to grow, you know, in my real estate investing and in my online marketing at the time. And so I heard the Lord say, are you done yet? And I was like, I guess so, because this doesn't seem to be working. And it was at that moment when things shifted for me to really seeking God for, okay, why, why am I out here? <laughs> what, what do you have on your heart? What's going on? And it still was another year, a year or so later, when one of my friends in the real estate investing industry connected with me and said, hey, I met this woman and I really feel like I'm supposed to connect you with her. I said, okay. And so he introduced me to this woman who lived out in LA and we had a great chat. And, and I call and I chat with her. I was like, I don't know why he was so adamant that we spoke. And she said at the end of the call, she goes, you know, I have a client, one of my coaching clients. I really feel like I'm supposed to connect you with her. And so I said, okay. So she introduces me to this woman named Antonina Gear. And Sarah Jane, when we met, this was in 2012, when we met, it was like we had known each other forever. And I couldn't shake that we met for a really specific reason. And so after a few months of just kind of being friends and helping each other out with each other's businesses, I was like, I can't shake that we met for a really specific reason. It's not just for to be friends. And she yeah. says, I've been feeling that too. And I said, well, let's just pray about it and see what happens. Like, let's come back in a week. So we pray, we came back in a week, talked about some stuff and it was like, ah, it's not, any, it's not any of that. I'm like, it's something, let's pray and come back. And so we went, we did this like three times, pray and come back, pray and come back. And when we came back that third time, she goes, you know, I've got these words in my journal God gave me I, some time ago. I have no idea what it is. I don't know anything about it really, but he gave it to me. And it's kingdom driven entrepreneur. And when she said that, it was like my spirit leapt and what flew out of my mouth, which was clearly the Lord, because I had no idea what I was talking about, 
was that's a community, it's a movement, and it starts with a book. <laughs> wow. And so it was crazy. And so uh, these two strangers, one in South Carolina and one in Florida, like start seeking God about what is this thing, this community and movement that starts with a book thing you're talking about. And sure enough, six months later, we started the Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur community and movement. And it did indeed start with the release of a book. And so that was how we got started. Uh, she's no longer involved in operations anymore. Um, she got her well done from the Lord of 2015. But it's been an amazing journey. But it all started with an interruption, a complete interruption <laughs> in my life. <laughs> That's an awesome journey. I love that it was spontaneous on your side, like you had absolutely no idea really what was going on, but you just stepped out. No idea. Yeah. And I was a meticulous planning type. And this was, this was definitely not in my meticulous planning. (laughs) (laughs) And it's always amazing how God lines us up. Like I just cannot ever be more amazed about how people are brought together like yes. you said you were connected to a connection through a connection to that lady yeah. <laughs> and i just think oh my gosh like it's just so cool divine orchestration yeah yeah it's awesome so can you please share with us five tips on your craft um and it can be some tips about someone thinking about starting a similar business as you or just general guys, this is what I've learned. Like, I'd love to share your wisdom. Yeah. So I will share. So we do inspire, teach, and mentor. So there's lots of pieces and puzzles that we do in Kingdom Driven LLC. But when I think about the journey along the way, because we're about seven, we're six, a little over six years old now, and now a team of 10. And some of the things that I've I've got to encourage people with along the way is that you really don't have to know all the details to get started. You don't, if you're waiting for clarity, you may not get it until you start moving. And I think a lot of times as believers, especially when you're just like, Oh, I want to, you know, I want it to be in line with God's will. I want to do what God's saying, but God's not showing you like this full massive picture with a complete blueprint from beginning to end, right? He lots of times gives you just a picture, just enough for you to do something with and show yourself faithful in before he shows you more. So one of the major, major lessons for me in this journey has been the willingness to move and to get the clarity as I'm moving, right? Not not trying to rush ahead of God, but really being diligent and working at the pace of his grace, but at the same time, just like, okay, I'm moving on this, what you've shared with me, Lord, Nick, what else are we doing, right? And it's okay to begin that way and to just kind of flow with God like that. Um, I think a second thing I would say is don't feel like you have to be an expert. Like when you think about the world's way of doing things, a lot of times the, the whole thing is, you know, get your 10,000 hours of expertise, you know, don't, don't, don't even bother unless you're a guru or an expert, or you're trying to build this expertise profile. And a lot of times that's just not how things work in the kingdom. You know, it's like, even if you look in the Bible and just look at the examples we have, it's like, God will, God, he really does qualify the called, right? And so if he's called you to it, sure, there's going to be steps and things you need to do to develop. But to think that you have to have a certain level 
Like you have to, that you have to have this certain level of expertise before you step out on a thing that God's really leading you into is really a falsehood. And the kingdom's like, as you go, you're going to grow in it. And that has absolutely been my journey. Um, ironically, not ironically, because it's the Lord, but <laughs> it's like, when we got those words, kingdom driven entrepreneur, I didn't even know exactly what it meant to be a kingdom driven entrepreneur when we got the assignment of doing kingdom driven entrepreneur. I knew what it was like to be a believer in business. I've been in business for years, but I didn't know what it was like to be kingdom driven, kingdom minded, kingdom focused, kingdom motivated, right? I just didn't know what that looked like. So the very thing that he called us to do, we had to learn and sit at his feet for a handful of months before we even started. And we still had to learn and grow in front of people. We yeah. didn't wait till we had years and years and years to then go, right? And so I want to encourage people in that, just be willing to move, right? Be willing to move and don't feel like you have to have, you know, this particular level of expertise. God's doing really awesome things. It's not about guru, guru movements. It's about yielded movements, you know, just move and be yielded to him. So that's another thing I would say along the way. Um, I would also say if the dream that God's really put on your heart, uh, it's more than a let's solopreneur type of thing. Like it's an organizational, like you have vision that you can see it's going to take team. One of the things that's been super helpful for me is even in the early years when I didn't have the finances to support like a, a full out team, just to really do the things like I felt were our next steps to do, I very quickly created this, um, just like a list of here are all the roles, right? Here are all the things that are going on in this organization. And these are the, these are the roles, that, these are things that I'm doing that I probably just really don't, shouldn't be doing in the long term, but right now that I need to do. And these are things that I'm not getting done, but really should be if I had the time to, I would. And these are something, you know, just really just kind of parsing it out. And then what I would do is say, okay, so ideally, these are the roles that were needed. And even though I don't have the revenue yet to support all of this, I have already put them in priority and I'm going to start where I can. So very early on, I was able to bring on someone who was an administrative assistant and I couldn't bring her on for 40 hours a month or anything, but I was able to bring her in for five. Right. And I started her there and just grew from there. So again, it's all about being willing to just take the steps, positioning yourself and preparing yourself for the increase you're believing God for, but being willing to just take start to start small and grow. That's been huge for us. And then it took some years, but then after around that year five, things really started to accelerate and pick up. And then we were able to start really pulling in more people. Right. And there's still roles that I'm still believing God for, for the resources to bring on today. Right. But it's just start where you start and just continue to just position yourself and prepare yourself for the increase you're believing for. So how many is that? That's three. That's three. So you're up to number uh, four. OK, so number four, I would say to remember that it takes faith <laughs> and patience together. I call them the power twins. It takes faith and patience to see the promises of God. And so as you're growing in your business, got to keep in mind that it is about, it's about having faith and, and putting action to that faith, but you have to also have that patience and it takes time. There's, I think it's like, we have all these stories where, you know, you'll see the story of like, oh, well I did X, Y, and Z in, in, in 10 months or in one year or in three years. 
And then that's the story that's being told. But what you don't realize was all the things that took place before that took place, right? So I think sometimes we get caught up in, in looking at what other people, what we think other people's experiences are, when really there's no basis, there's no reason to even compare yourself. And whatever you're trying to compare yourself to is not even actually the truth usually anyway. <laughs> it's a perception. It's not, the, it's not the reality because it doesn't take into account all the things that were in the process prior to those points, right? Yeah. So it is just like in the book of Hebrews, they're talking about um, the children of Israel. It took faith and patience to receive the promises of God. So I would say that. And then for my fifth one, hmm. So if you're starting something new, I would also say not to be scared. This is one of the beauties of being led by Holy Spirit and the work you do in business is that he is the best course corrector. So you don't have to feel like you've got to have every duck in a row that it's, it's, it's gotta be perfect. I think as believers, sometimes we put so much, we, it's almost like we added extra weight to our, to it because we're like, Oh, but we feel God led us here. So you just, you put this weight on it. Like, I don't want to, make a mistake. You know, I don't want to mess up this thing that God said, you know, and we put all this pressure on ourselves. And so sometimes that leads to stagnation. So being willing to just move and knowing that sometimes, even if you're even with the best intentions, the most sincere heart, you know, your willingness to hear, to respond to the Lord, all of those things, there's going to be some things that you're not going to get right. And it's just okay, right? It's okay. So uh, you know, it's funny because people who aren't doing business that where they're saying, hey, I feel like this was led of God, they don't tend to have those same issues. But as soon as we put God on it, as soon as we put God on it, we create barriers for ourselves that just simply shouldn't exist. And I'm sharing all of those things because those have absolutely been key to this journey over the last, you know, over six years. It was a lot of just faith and patience, faith and patience, being willing to make a mistake course correcting, not having the whole picture, but moving anyway, getting more clarity as we move to get to a point of, you know, acceleration. But there was a whole season that happened before that. That's awesome. So just to recap everything that you've just said, because you just shared some really, really amazing points. So number one is don't, you don't have to know all the details to get started. Willingness to move and you'll get clarity as you're moving. Number two, don't feel like you have to be an expert. God qualifies the callings. As you go, you will grow. Number three, in the early years, create lists of the roles that you are doing. It uh, doesn't matter what they are. Um, just get it down. Roles that you're doing, roles that you would like to do, things that you would like to have done that you don't have time for, write them down. And then as you're building your team, smart, start small and grow from there and increase as your revenue increases. Number four, remember to take, it takes faith and patience to see the promises of God. Business takes time. So don't beat yourself up and don't compare to other people's stories that you don't have the full picture. You only have the perception. And then number five is not to be scared of the Holy Spirit or of taking the wrong step because he's your course creator and corrector and he will guide your, guide your paths as you start moving. I think that was it. I think that yeah, was Yeah, that was a good point. job. Yeah, <laughs> not bad. Not bad, old chap. 
<laughs> gosh, that was so very good. well done. <laughs> so obviously, um, your business and the way that you run Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, there's no doubt that you incorporate God into your business. Um, so for our listeners who are listening in today, how is it that you, I guess, physically incorporate God? Like what physical things do you do to incorporate God into your business? Yeah. Um, so that's a good question because he's really involved in every aspect. I, when I think about God, I think about him as not just like the ultimate CEO, but also the ultimate CFO, CMO, like just any role, chief human resources officer as well. It's like no matter what it is that I'm doing, I involve him in the process, right? Through prayer. Um, I do a lot of, um, I do a lot of writing, you know, he speaks to me through this, through his word. Um, but it's, but I, in, in every step, like it's always, it's always about having, maintaining a sensitivity to uh, a leading or a direction or, um, or even a confirmation, you know, as we're moving. And so that's been a big piece. Now I'll also share, I write, so I have 11 books and I always write for those who are writers. I'll tell you, I never write without, I say it's the Holy Ghost writer, <laughs> the Holy Ghost writer. I never want to write without him. So even in a writing process, you know, I find, I find the space of time where I could be really, really quiet. A lot of times I, I play with, I can write with worship music on just without words, but I, you know, I'm really asking God to guide my words and, and it's really been a really great process. I think with each book, that partnership with him in writing became stronger and stronger. And it's, and it's awesome when you do that, because then what you realize is when you go back and you read later, you're like, man, you, you preaching to yourself. Like it, it blesses you, right? It blesses you. It takes you to another level as, along with whoever it is that, you know, you're writing for. It's wonderful to involve him uh, in that writing process, especially for those, you know, uh, who are writing in the space of, you know, development you know, development and growth for people or for businesses and those types of things. So that's been key for me as well. So I think my mindset, Sarah Jane, is that no matter what it is that I'm doing in business, I know that his ideas are even better than mine and his thoughts are better than mine. And so in everything that I'm doing, as I'm dreaming with him, as I'm planning, as I'm moving, it's just, I'm at, you know, I, I, I want to know his thoughts about it. Right. So one of the, I'll give one other thing around this. Um, one of the things I share is having like daily business meetings with God. And so it's like, I don't do this on the daily anymore. I have a, a two-year-old, an almost two-year-old. So it doesn't work every day for me anymore. But I, what I used to do every day is I would actually have just this dedicated time with the Lord where it was just, yes, it was my devotional time, but it was also very intentional time to, to really place my plans before him and actually ask him his thoughts about them. And then, you know, hear if there's anything that he had to share with me, if he directs me to a certain word, if he directs me to a certain thought or a certain idea, and just really being intentional about that time. And that was really, really helpful. Mm. Yeah, we I have um, to do that whenever through the day now. <laughs> <laughs> it can get a little bit more complex once you have babies. Um, we love that. Like we try and encourage in, in the CWIB uh, community about spending your first working hour with God. Yes. So, you know, you've got in your mind 20 things you want to get done this week, but are they things that are actually going to be effective for what God wants you to do? So That's spending right. that first hour 
of your working week, like you might start your week on a Monday, Tuesday, whenever it is that it, that works for you. It's yes. just that first hour you sit in prayer, you get into the Bible if you want to. Um, I mean, I'm always telling people, gosh, you, it just blows my mind every time I get into the word. Uh, yes. And we can't afford not to do it as business owners. But just spending that first hour, your hour of power with God, and then you can start the week knowing exactly what he wants you to do. And you know that your time's going to be put to good use. And like you said at the beginning of your story, you know, you were busy doing all these things. And then God was like, so have you finished yet? (laughs) Can we actually get down to business? Can we have a chat? (laughs) So it's about taking us out of that rush, out of that that grind and yeah. and just realigning ourselves each week and going, okay, God, what is it that you need me to do? Who is it that you need me to connect with? I lift up the meetings that I have with you, the podcasts. I lift up our members. Like, I mean, that's just how I would do it. But how is that relevant yes. for your business? Exactly. Um, and just it's putting that kingdom first. That's right. Put the kingdom first. And so it's, it's just physically doing that and quietening your soul and being disciplined. Because I know sometimes when I reach Mondays, I'm like, okay, let's go. But no, stop, pull back. (laughs) Don't bolt ahead of God. And um, yeah, so I just love that. Love that point. So can you share with us your Bible verse for this season and why? I think my Bible verse for this season is Ephesians 3 and 20, which is <laughs> that God could do exceeding abundantly above all you could ask, think, or even imagine according to the, his power that works within you. And that is, that is absolutely my testimony. And that's right on the tail end of having a few years of my, my verse being Matthew, if you don't mind, can I add, can I share the second? Yeah, 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 right. Of course, of course. Because for us, this was, this is like the new scripture of this season, but for the past few years prior to this shift, my, my uh, life and business verse was Matthew 11, verse 28 through 30, but in the message translation. And it says, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Like that was that was my life for probably four years, and it was through what the Lord was showing me in those years that led to um, the the book that I have that's called Grace Over Grind, How Grace Will Take Your Business Where Grinding Can't. It was after a season of just him walking with me through this process of learning what it's like to work in, the, in his unforced rhythms of grace and how to keep company with him. And it changed my, it, it changed everything, right? And so that was probably for a four-year season. And now I'm in the Ephesians 3 and 20 season. Excuse, really blowing my mind. That's so good. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, I love how God kind of took you through that season of Matthew and now is like, okay, we've got these foundations worked out. Now let's see what I can really do. 
<laughs> that's right. That's right. That's really, really cool. So would you mind sharing with us uh, to our listeners today where they can find you? Where do you hang out? Do you love Facebook, Twitter? And yeah, on website. Facebook and Instagram. So the website is kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com and you can find us on Facebook and Instagram under uh, Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. Perfect. And you also have a podcast too. I do. The Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur Podcast. So that's really easy to remember. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I've really, really appreciated you spending the time with us i've appreciated you sharing uh your wisdom and knowledge and you have such a great um energy in a non-weird new age way but just the vibe <laughs> that you bring and the presence it's contagious your laugh is beautiful and it's been such a pleasure to have you on the show thank you so much for coming on thank today you so much for having me so listeners if you'd like to um increase and grow go and find shay and all that she's doing over in her part of the world and um, it's just amazing to see how there's all these incredible people coming together for god pushing forward for his kingdom and um just wanting to be there to championing you on like business is hard it can be very very testing and you know it's movements like kingdom driven entrepreneur uh, that really help push us forward, that, that grab our hands when we need it the most. And, and they're just there as a friend to be on the journey together, to educate, to inspire. Um, so if you feel like you need to reach out to Shay, please do. If you've got any questions, feel free to send them in. You are listening to the Christian Women in Business podcast show, and we will catch you next time. Sarah Jane here. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. We'd love it if you could please share this podcast with your friends. Please rate our podcast on iTunes. And for more information about becoming a member of Christian Women in Business, head over to our website, www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au. Catch you next time.